I love you. I ain't got shit. Let's start this shtick. <laughs> Welcome back to Green and Faceless on the Couch. I am the Green Traveler. And I am the Faceless Leon. Uh, well, this is a podcast about movies. And uh, we're back at our playlist. Here we are, number mm-hmm. three for 007, The Bondster. Goldfinger! Goldfinger! Yeah, um, so Goldfinger, uh, I don't remember who did the last synopsis for this, but I, I can do it. If... Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, Goldfinger. Uh, so, 007, if he dies, they'll just send 008. He's sent or to... replace him with the next actor to play the That's 007. That's right. That's right, according to your theory. Uh, 007 is sent to investigate uh, Goldfinger, which I thought he had a first name, but I don't remember what it is. Is it Otto, maybe? Auric. Auric, thank you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, for some reason, it's... AU for gold. That's right. Goldfinger. Um, but <laughs> anyways, smart little bastards. <laughs> uh, he's played by uh, Gert Forb. Uh, Forb. I don't know how to do like uh, umlauts. I'm sorry. That's why I failed German. And uh, anyways, he's a <laughs> he's a big gold tycoon. If you couldn't tell by the name, and yeah, um, he doesn't he doesn't just have gold fingers. He doesn't just unlike, have gold fingers. Though that would unlike be nice. gold member from yeah. Austin Powers. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyways, this movie, he's got a whole bunch of gold. And uh, they think that he got a lot of it by smuggling. So they're trying to figure out if he's like doing shady deals and stuff. So they send double O to figure that out. That's the basis of the film. They be in MI6. It is the basis of the film, and while figuring it out, Bond's penis gets excited, and he takes yeah, the uh, figuring it out phase a little too far. Yeah, and he it sure starts does. A, starts a major rivalry. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. I mean, I feel like we can just go straight into spoilers for this. I don't know. Do Do you? I mean, again, this is a this is a movie from 1964. Yeah, it's James yeah. Bond. Like, it's it, one I don't of the think most iconic if you give... James Bond movies. Yeah, but but the, the thing is, when it comes to a spy, when it comes to a spy film, I don't think you can really just give anything away because once you watch it, you're just gonna forget it anyways. <laughs> so it's like this is definitely a far more entertaining spy film. Uh, yeah, surprising yeah. for me too. I remember when we when we first watched it, I was like, "Wow, I actually really enjoyed a spy movie." Uh, yeah, it's not the most entertaining. I've been through a spy movie. Later Bonds get that right. And recently with Tenet, you know, Tenet's a spy movie, and I was far more interested in that than I've ever been with a Bond movie. But it's just, with Goldfinger, I don't, I don't know what it is. There's just, there's something to it that it actually is more yeah, grasping I, than the other two we've watched. <laughs> I don't know how or why, really. I think maybe both the, both the other two movies, From Russia With Love and uh, Dr. No, they're practically the same movie. Yeah, and they're so, also directed by Terrence Young, both of those. <laughs> this one, this is the first movie we have a new director. Maybe uh, that's guy the, Hamilton. the reason. Maybe this guy just knows how to grab us in particular. Yeah, because people guy. definitely like those movies. 
that yeah. goes on. This guy movies. being Guy Hamilton. Guy Hamilton. <laughs> it is still or Guy. It could be Guy. Oh, but I guess it's Guy. My best guess. It's also still written by Richard Maybaum. He's written the other two along with co-writers each time. Yeah, he has a uh, Paul Din who co-wrote this one. But Guy Hamilton, I, I believe he does go on to direct more Bond movies. I'm not really familiar with his work. And I know that we return to Terrence Young, I believe, in the next movie. So we'll we'll see if uh, if our interest drops off again in the next movie. We'll if it see. Is just we'll the director see. Thing. Uh, like like you said, it definitely grabbed my interest a lot more than the other two. Um, I honestly like up until something that happens at the end. I was like, this is a pretty damn good movie. I have been yeah. captivated the whole time. And, uh, you know, like I, I said last time, as soon as they had that, that Romani fight in the last one, I was on my yeah. phone the, the whole time. Because I was like, I had <laughs> yeah, I to see what people said about it. Uh, yeah, I don't remember being on my phone much during this one. No, I, I did not. I was actually like watching yeah, it. I, exactly. Um, and I think a lot of it, for me, a lot of it is because James Bond <coughs> isn't just a lucky, isn't just a lucky bastard throughout this whole movie. Like, no, he he's uh, actually doing like good spy work. He's doing good spy work, but he's also just getting his, uh, yeah, you know, he's taking his nose in a little too deep. Yeah, he gets his ass beat. Let me say that again. He's digging his nose in a little too deep. <laughs> I said taking. Um, but but it's just like you know he he uh kind of ruins Oric goldfinger's betting uh during a game you know Oric's cheating and bond steps in and interferes and causes Oric to uh goldfinger to lose a shit ton of money and goldfinger is the kind of person that holds a grudge and so Mm -hmm. for the rest of the movie he has it out for james bond you know if he if he can he's like well i want to try to crush this guy and that I think for me that's what makes it really interesting is watching this fight between these two people. You know, Goldfinger right, is not yeah. a fit villain. He is kind of a fat business tycoon, like you said. Like he's he's a fat cat. Um, but I feel like he's a but he's, better villain than Doctor No. Um, oh, easily. Yeah, I. I but because though Doctor No, I don't know how villainous Doctor No really is. I mean. He was more yeah. of just a scientist. Uh, you didn't, yeah. You didn't really get a um, a look into what drove Doctor No. You know, he was just an yeah. evil, evil scientist, like you said. But with Oric, you kind of get a lot of his motivations throughout this whole movie. Like you, you can understand his personality, why he does things. He's a very vengeful. I've always gotten my way. Nothing's gonna stop me from getting right. my way. Kind of uh, right. white guy. Oh man, definitely. It's kind of funny because there's this line at the beginning of movie, of the movie where somebody uh, introduced was talking to Bond about Goldfinger. That is, and he said, uh, "Where's he from?" or something like that. English, and the guy answered and said, "But he doesn't sound like it." And Gert Frob is german (laughs) so i don't know if that was like a line just to nod at the fact that he has a bit of a german accent Um, right 
It's like it's like we hired this guy because he's really fucking good. Yeah. And we didn't want to rewrite the script and give him a new nationality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what kind of what it felt like. But I also felt like maybe after the war, he like just kind of slid into the background and like somehow became a British citizen through yeah. naughty means. Maybe. Could, so he's an could escape be. Nazi now. Yeah, James Bond's he, fighting the escape Nazis. I don't know if he is a Nazi, but I mean, it is in the time period. That I think that might be a little racist, just to assume a just to assume a um, German. I'm sorry. It's just the period. It's the period. I'm just doing math. It's just math here. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, I, I'm just inferring idiocy to this this plot that's actually decent um, yeah, but and, what's and his plan his plan's like ludicrous but at the oh, same yeah. time like really smart like yeah. once you find out what his plan is you're kind of like oh all right i get it yeah, yeah i mean it's that's like, terrible but crazy, yeah i get it but yeah <laughs> that's gonna hurt a lot of people <laughs> yeah well we'll have to talk that one behind a spoiler wall later yeah um yeah but i think i think it's fair to say that for both of us, Goldfinger is a great villain uh, and makes this movie yeah. a lot uh, better than the other two so far. I would say. And I an- would say. Another improvement is the humor. Like, uh, not to knock Sean Connery because he has been a, a great actor for the first right. two movies. But his delivery here is so much better on the humor throughout all of Goldfinger. And it might be it might be the writing. You know, it's it, again, it's still Richard Maybaum, but like... Maybe the jokes got better for the uh, for the screenplay for him, but I don't know. It's just it, whenever he made like a joke or something, like it actually rang you know rang right. true for me. And I'm just like I got a chuckle out of it, and like his remember, interacting. I don't remember what he said it to, but he said, um, uh, "That'd be like wearing earmuffs, uh, not wearing earmuffs. Listen to the Beatles." Listening to the Beatles without earmuffs—that's what the line. Yeah. And Odd Job is there. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we gotta talk Odd Job. You mentioned. Yeah, that. I did. I mentioned Odd Job. He's sitting. He's lurking in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. With his bowler hat. Uh, yeah. So, Odd Job. Uh, he. I mean, Goldfinger's I don't know. Fearsome bodyguard. Yeah, his fearsome bodyguard and valet. Um, I, I like. I don't know what to say about Aja because he's he's cool. He's a silent character, um, but I feel like like he started a stereotype for Asians in film. Like you see you see his character pop up again and again in, yeah. in film. I but I don't know that this role in particular is a stereotype because as i was watching yeah, I it i remember all the things from our pop culture that is like kind of gross about the iconography there but mm-hmm. as i watched the movie i didn't really see anything that was like demeaning i feel like anybody could have played odd job like i yeah like, anybody could have yeah they could have they could have just gotten a wwe wrestler yeah exactly but i i got it in my mind for some reason that that imagery is racist but like i think that's just what people have done to it in the future 
maybe i can't i I can't say to it because i don't know the research of this movie in that uh in that regard yeah i could be talking out my ass so yeah because this might not even be the first movie to have a silent asian butler like character (laughs) that that's true but the thing with the thing all the awesome stuff with odd job is you know here we have a person who is way stronger than james bond right who is a far more skilled fighter uh who has a weapon that is a steel brimmed uh hat yeah that you know he can just toss it and it just slices off the head of statues yeah straight through marvel threatening he's imposing and like he fights i feel like there's three times where he fights james bond two times where bond is just like taken unawares and so it's just kind of like you know gets his ass beat really quickly by yeah uh, odd job but then in the, th- the final act you know, that big yeah <laughs> that final act there's that final you know big fight with him and odd job and it's great like the action's actually a lot of fun in this movie too yeah i think so too i yeah there's a lot to like about this movie like even um so there's there's two sisters in this movie oh gosh jill and tilly masterson uh they look those exactly the same and they're never in the same scene <laughs> well there's a reason they're not in the same yes scene. <laughs> yes there is um but anyways uh tilly uh tries to kill ulrich at some point pretty early on in the movie actually and yeah. she's taking a shot right next to james bond's head pretty much and it hits the dirt next to him and he's like what the hell and then he goes and chases her down and like there's this car chase scene and she gets in an accident uh and so they partner up for a little bit yeah i feel really bad for the masterson sisters i do too it is hilarious that they use the exact same uh actress they don't <laughs> maybe it was a twin they don't is it's, it a twin uh jill is shirley eaton and tilly is tania mallet and oh, I could be wow. pronouncing names wrong. I literally, I literally just they thought they were the same, same. actors. <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> and you know what my problem with that is? Is that uh, she's not even on here on the the list. But Dink, it's the blonde that he was with right before he met Jill Masterson. Looks exactly <laughs> like them. <laughs> so Bond has a has a type, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, it does. And then our our big uh, Bond girl character is Pussy Galore, and who yeah. is a blonde who looks pretty much just like the Masterson sisters. Okay. No, I wouldn't say that. I say she looks a lot different than them. She's <sighs> still a blonde, but you could definitely tell Pussy Galore apart yes, from the Masterson you can. sisters. Yes, you can. But oh my <laughs> now god! Now you're just guys. being now you're just being sexist. No, I think this movie's sexist is what I'm trying to get at. Not everyone is a a blonde, Mom just, blonde. A, a, yeah, a tall blonde. Just these four women are, <laughs> and they just and, happen to be the only like four women others. in the movie. <laughs> I think it might be a statement. Well, I understand why they cast the Masterson sisters. Like obviously, yes, like obviously they look alike. Like, like that's look alike. That's yes. damn good casting there. But I mean, like Pussy Glores played by Honor, uh, yes. Honor, Honor Blackman, yeah. uh, and she's amazing. Like I, I really like her as a Bond girl. I think she's. I fun. really like her until their ending. I I hate yeah. the ending 
so fucking much, Greg. Oh, are you it are you talking when Bond's so penis when when Bond's penis makes her flip sides? Yes, I hate that <laughs> because I do too. it is the worst. Well, well, and maybe we should put up a wall and talk about that. No, I think I think we can talk it without the wall yet because we can talk it without big spoilers. Um, yeah, you know, I'll, there's so many there's so many spy movies where the the romantic interest is working with the villain. <gasps> oh no. Right. You know, and then and it's all about like you know, who, is she actually is she you know is she double agent is she not is she, does she like Bond does she like the villain? Which raises the question: Aside from money, why are people working for Goldfinger? Like he's such an asshole. Like why is he, Oddjob? Like Oddjob's not in it for the lot. money. He must pay it. Oddjob is not he he is not in it for Odd the money. Oddjob might just be a little psychopath that likes to kill people yeah. and he gives them an, an opportunity. That's true. It might be yeah for for pussy it's got to be all uh pussy galore that is it's got to be all um all about the money yeah well though she lets him uh he lets her rather fly fucking planes all day she's his pilot that's true and she has her own flying circus so (laughs) pussy galore's flying circus (laughs) she's got she's got uh she's got some perks that shit was ridiculous yeah oh my god Uh, (sighs) but like at at the end though you know she is it is a bit of a spoiler uh is there anything else you want to talk about first yeah let me look over my notes here real quick i mean let's just shout out you know you still have the same uh main cast of characters at mi6 you know miss money penny right. qm bond all played by the same character or actors still the q uh, scenes are still doing a good job i like the yeah, q scenes. <laughs> i love the q scenes like it's really fun just to watch uh he's played by desmond llewellyn and it's really fun just to watch this guy just like tell you this nonsensical absurd spy gear shit and you're just right. like all right just, but and it's only just so that you can watch it get used during the show. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it, Q <clears> doesn't <throat> have to do this. Yeah, it is exactly a uh, Chekhov's gun. That's that's what it is. That's a spy movie in a nutshell. We're gonna set yeah. everything up and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and there you are. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't think. Uh, Looking over my notes real quick, I don't see anything specific I want to talk about. So let's uh let's wall build. Skipping spoilers, eh? Go to twenty six eleven. You'll be fine. Hi, Couch Potatoes. Faces Leon here with a uh, friendly content warning. Behind the wall here, we do discuss sexual assault. And we understand that not everybody is in a position to listen to a discussion about that. So just a friendly warning going forward. Thank you. Listen, people, listen. If you've if you've gone past the wall, I'm gonna tell you right now, you don't you don't need to watch this movie. Because James Bond is in this barn with this lady and they literally fight before she agrees to have sex with him. It, it was a rape scene, pretty much. I no, it was. Knows and a yes means yes. No, bad bond, <laughs> bad bond. <sighs> but 
I it made me so mad because up to that point I was like really into this movie and I was like, dude, like I know you think you're going to die tomorrow, but you could find somebody else. You're suave enough. I I know you it's are. It's not but it's not that. That was part of his plan. He knew the power of his penis. No. It was Greg. for the <laughs> It was for the betterment of the world economy. It, it, I'll I'll explain that statement later when we're talking about Goldfinger's plan in depth. But it was for the betterment of the world economy if he got this girl to just uh you know it flip wasn't, sides. It wasn't good, and that's that's almost <laughs> no, why I hate it even more. Greg, is that they made yeah. it part of the plot? Like yeah, they didn't need to. They didn't. <laughs> first they off, they didn't need a scene at all, and then there was just so many other ways to write the ending of this movie like even well they could still they could still have sex and that could still be what causes her to flip sides yes if you want i think that's still i still think that's terrible and you Um, know what's because what i'm just joking around people i want i want it to be clear i'm on the faceless leon's side here it's gross um i'm just being devil's advocate but but all they had to do was just make it a consensual scene where they do not fight beforehand and she does not say no a bunch and you know what's the sad thing about it is i think they were trying to show that pussy galore was a strong female character because Mm. she she fought back but she gives in she gives in guys and that's this it's not a good that is not i mean first off her name is pussy galore we shouldn't like expect her to be like a, a role model or anything but no, it, yeah, it's it, it's bond movie yeah exactly it's a bond movie but it's still like it is to the most extreme of what yeah. i've seen in the bond movies for sure and uh i it, it definitely upset me I st- yeah, it definitely is upsetting. I will still say, yeah. of the three, it's still the most entertaining Bond movie. Yeah, of the three, I will say it still is the most entertaining out of the three. But I just, I can't... The message is terrible there. Definitely. No, it's bad. And you know, and you remember what he said when she changes over sides? 50 no's and a yes means yes. <laughs> he said, I must have... Uh, spoken to her motherly instinct oh like, god yeah what the fuck does yeah. that mean <laughs> what happened to your mother james no i think it just means he fucked her <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong it's bad okay what else you want to talk about well i guess we might as well talk about goldfinger's plot yeah it's because that's the good part of the movie yeah dude has a shit ton of uh, gold right mm-hmm. and they believe at near the end, you know, as they, you know, as they're investigating him and discovering all that he's capable of and all that kind of fun, gooey, good stuff. They just, they believe he's going to rob Fort Knox. And so he breaks into Fort, you know, he's kind of like breaking into Fort Knox or whatever. And so they're, uh, they're trying to stop him from doing that because, you know, they don't want him to steal the gold, but they also think it's the dumbest plan because, you know, the moment he breaks into Fort Fort Knox, Knox, he's going to be surrounded. Yeah, he's gonna be surrounded by everybody in in America, <laughs> all the enforcement officers. But that's not his plan at all. His plan is to release a chemical agent or whatever into Fort Knox, 
contaminating all the gold and making it worthless for years, therefore making the gold that he owns far more valuable. Yeah. The only way it works is if he doesn't get caught. Yeah. He gets caught because of Bond's penis. <laughs> God damn it. Because of Bond's penis. His gold finger. <laughs> <laughs> but Bond also uses, you know, his own intelligence to figure out what's going on and to counteract right. Goldfinger's plan at like the last second. And it's kind of fun to watch his plan un- unravel from yeah. because of Bond's actions. Because you kind of think Bond's you know, two steps behind throughout the throughout most of the movie, but somewhere Bond goes one step ahead and it's 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 around the time when he has sex with Pussy Galore. Like there is definitely stuff that the hero does that, like you said, is smart and cool movie stuff. It's just I, I think it would have been better if they would have had like an actual scene they don't even have to fall in love, but like even no. from the first moment he met Pussy Galore he had been like trying to i don't know butter her up you know like to show that he was born on the, yeah he was born on the charm yeah, that's right yeah so i mean like they don't have to have sex i mean it's it's bond so they do but uh yeah. they don't have to uh, they could have had like a, a conversation like she she is actually a capable character is what the problem is like is that they set her up as a as a capable character and then they just use her for that i don't know yeah it's disgusting and i got nothing really else to say about it i i think uh yeah there's nothing really else behind the wall because i feel like we've gushed about it and now we've bitched about it yeah we did there was good stuff about this movie that's just the thing that stuck out to me the hardest because it was the worst (sighs) i feel like for me i don't know why i'm I'm terrible. I'm uh, disassociated, disassociated with a lot of stuff because it's like I walk away and I just put it out of my mind. Right. The, you know, it's been it's been about maybe a week or more since I've watched this. Our schedules have been rough around uh, recording, so it's been a while since I've watched it, and I really just don't even remember that scene. I know it happened. I remember right. it happened. I've just put most of it out that it's just, I can't think of anything else to say about it. That it's just like, it's gross, but That's fair. I've forgotten it. And the rest of the movie around it is entertaining. This, this is, these are all true things. As long as it's pointed out that there is a gross plot point that definitely the, the finale pivots on. Yeah. You know, it definitely does ruin it. Yeah. Well, anyways, I guess what the wall's down now. Let's, let's stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> i guess we're ready uh, for closing statements yeah i think so i think so uh it's a well, short little playlist episode i i i said a lot of what i feel about this movie behind the wall but uh i think it's it's a really good movie that 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 just has one plot point that ruins it for me that's that's what i gotta say in my closing statement so for that reason Man, I almost don't want to give it half a face, but I'm going to give it half a face. Because <laughs> I did fair. enjoy it up until that point. And then I even enjoyed things that he that were done in the film after that point. I was just upset yeah. of how uh, it ended because of it. Yeah. And uh, in my closing statement, I agree with what you said. Uh However, I also kind of just walk into this movie knowing it's a Bond movie and knowing it's going to treat women like shit. Right. 
That's true. So I don't I don't look at this movie through the scope of expecting anything good to come of it in regards to female characters. But it is the most entertaining Bond movie of the three that we've watched. It's improved on a lot of you know the, a lot of the action, the storytelling, the comedy, even just the character of Bond. It's some you know some very negative ways, uh, yeah. but also some very positive ways. But I give it three stars. You know, I feel like that's where most Bond movies will arrange is from the two to three star range. Right. And it'll be rare if they go above and beyond. But this movie had potential to be three and a half stars, even more. Like it, it could have been close to four stars, but that you know there is that pivotal moment at the end that we talked about behind the wall that you know i I don't feel comfortable giving it anything more than a three it's not right i'd be one thing if that was part of the movie and then there was consequences for it but instead there was uh, a positive twist that's what's yeah but instead they saved the day because of it yeah well okay uh that's james bond (laughs) uh the next one is thunderball i think it's thunderball yeah how many more uh uh, james bond underwater one is it i i think it is i'm not sure i don't think octopussy is the underwater one which is unfortunate like you'd think (laughs) but uh what how how many more Uh, do we have of this of this run that we're doing I believe we have two more Sean Connery movies, and then there's, in a row that is, and then there's the okay. Roger Moore, and then, uh, and then it's the next, or maybe it's not Roger Moore, maybe it's Lazenby, but then there's, you know, we'll there's, there's three, three Connery movies, and then one stuffed in the middle somewhere. And All we right. We got a few more. So we got four? Is that four? Yeah. That's four more I movies. think so. Okay. We can do this. We can make it through. Hey man, I was pushing something shorter. <laughs> I know, I know. It was you were my the one idea. to push James Bond. It was my idea. I, was, I thought it'd be fun, but this, this movie—I mean, I enjoyed it so much up until that point. Um, yeah. So I, you know, maybe there are more enjoyable movies up ahead. Uh, I, I do think that the underwater Richard one will Teeth be interesting there. to talk about. I don't know <laughs> if there's gonna be more more good ones up ahead. <laughs> Well, okay. I think the audience is learning how we feel about James Bond, and that's Sorry, good. Everybody. We're growing together. Uh, <laughs> um, feel free to like us, follow us, subscribe to us where you listen. Uh, send we'd us, love that. Send us hate mail. You know. Yeah, send us hate mail. We'd love that too. I'll read it. Everything you want can be found at Green and Faceless Facebook anything you need um i don't actually think there's a way to, to wow. physically contact us but uh safe travels <laughs> <laughs> green and faceless on the couch is a proud production of fiction works 19 if you want to learn more information about us check us out on facebook you can also check out the facebook and instagram accounts of fiction works 19 Don't forget to like, follow, comment, or subscribe wherever you catch the show. Thank you all very much for listening.